Welcome back to Division One Rejects. Kobe Manzo here with Blaze Lauer. Blaze. Good afternoon. Honor and a privilege to have you back for a final episode before the move. Uh, final episode. Yeah, I don't, don't want to say it like a final episode because it's not, but final episode before um, the Manzo family moves up to Marquette. So might be a little break in the episodes. Maybe not. Maybe I get on my game. As Maybe not. Move into the new place and just get right on the podcast It's all game. up to you. It is. The ball is in, definitely in my court. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens with that. But on today's episode, a lot of great content. Blaze and I have to chat about First, we will talk about Devontae Adams, the star receiver from the Green Bay Packers, talking about potentially leaving Green Bay and going to play with his college quarterback and Derek Carr in Las Vegas for the Raiders. Definitely not something... Maybe we should just start talking about who's not leaving the Packers. (laughs) And that'd be a pretty short list, right? (laughs) I guess they locked up Bakhtiari. That's kind of about it, but... Um, it doesn't really, at, for, at a first glance, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why you'd want to go to the Raiders when you're one of the, arguably the best receiver in the league at I this think point, so. right? Derek Carr thinks so. So that'll be a really interesting topic. Uh, but we'll move on to the college football side of things, talk about the NCAA approving the interim name, image, and likeness policy. Uh, along the way, removing restrictions for college athletes to earn money based off that NIL, as they refer to it, that name, image, and likeness. So uh, sponsorships, endorsements, using that player to earn money for companies. They just have approved a somewhat temporary, that's why I said interim, somewhat temporary policy for that, but they are allowing it, which is the the big point, right? So uh, that'll be an interesting topic to talk about, and then we will go into the a little bit of baseball, because obviously we're a baseball podcast, College <laughs> World Series. Um, there have been a lot of headlines about the series between Vanderbilt and NC State, North Carolina State. Oh, yep, yep. So we want to talk about that. Um, the actual the final game is being played right now against Villanova and Mississippi State. Vanderbilt. Correct. What? Vanderbilt. You yeah. said Villanova. Oh, why do I always? I do. That's <laughs> the third time I've done that. Anyway, sorry. Vanderbilt yeah. and Mississippi State. Yep. It's those V schools, dude. Um, they're playing tonight, but NC State, their team had to withdraw because of COVID and the drama surrounding that and the NCAA's ability or inability to do that correctly. It makes no sense. It's made a lot of headlines and a lot of bad press for the NCAA. That NCAA has been under a lot of fire lately and rightfully so. So we'll talk good and bad on the NCAA today and we'll finish with some NBA playoff talk, of course. Yes, sir. Even though there's nobody left healthy in the whole damn league. That's kind of what it feels like. Right? I mean, yeah. every night. Yeah, I guess you're right. Every night the a star sun, is going down. The sun's, yeah, but then even then, like, CP3's out with the, the freaking COVID test. Like He's it, back now. He is back, Um, even though apparently. But is he, though? Yeah, I was going to say, apparently it really didn't help them that much. But uh, let's get right into it. NFL, Packers, Devontae Adams responding to Derek Carr recruiting him to the Raiders. Derek Carr was interviewed by um, some female at, uh, at ESPN. Don't know her name off the top of my head. Apologies to you, ma'am, but... She was talking to Derek Carr about the potential of reuniting with his college wide receiver. They both played at Fresno State. And Derek Carr straight up said in the interview, he's like, he is, you know, basically said by far the best receiver in the NFL, which you would agree with that right now. I would agree with that. Now, take out Aaron Rodgers and, you know, insert 30 other ones, one of 30 some other quarterback, 31 other quarterbacks. Is he still, is he like, that's that guy? I think Aaron Rodgers has a good deal to do with how how good he is and how dominant he is. I mean, probably. Probably. I mean, your quarterback definitely makes you look better. 100%. He can get you the ball. But, but I'm saying, like... You got to be open to get the ball. Do you remember how dominant Jordy Nelson was with Aaron Rodgers? I Nothing do. against Jordy. Like, dude's a great athlete, was a great receiver. But, I mean, like, that just doesn't make... It's not a guy that typically makes NFL headlines, right? Yeah. Guys like that, 
But it's like Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams. Oh, and that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying is like, um, you know, Jordy Nelson without that probably was a very different receiver. I think Aaron's ability to to really up the game didn't, of those guys. Didn't who Jordy Nelson outside. go to the Raiders? You know what? At I think he did. End? At the very end, I think he actually did. Wow, that's the that's the pipeline. Green, <laughs> that's ba- the pipeline. Green Bay to Las Vegas. Yep, that's hilarious. But yeah, for me, it's just like if you're a guy in Devonte Adams, he said this is quote it would be a dream to reunite with uh, former Fresno State quarterback Derek Carr in the NFL. That's what he said. It would be a dream, and he's been under contract, or he is under contract. Excuse me, with the Packers for only one more season, and so this is kind of like. I don't want to say a prove-it year, but I guess it's kind of like a prove-it year for Devontae Adams, right? Because that's what usually the years you make your money. I mean, okay, true, because he is the best. But I'm saying these are typically what you call prove-it years because these are when guys prove that they deserve the money that they're about to make in the offseason, right? So he's under deal with, under contract, excuse me, with the Packers for one more season. And uh, he was kind of, kind of like tiptoed around the, the whole idea of like, he didn't trash the Packers at all. He said, obviously, I'm a Packer right now. Um, but until the point where we make that decision, we'll see what happens when he was talking about his contract. So he yeah. left it super ambiguous. Just, and then he, he also tweeted, he does want to play with his bro, but he also tweeted, he was like crazy to think we don't know what the future holds. Like, why do you very who, suspicious? Got like almost 20,000 likes. Like the dude mix it up. He does. He's, he's playing like real, real hard to get right now. I don't know. I think that'd be. He's playing, I don't know, he's just playing kind of weird. Lions need a wide receiver one. Lions do need a wide receiver one, but there's no way we're going to go out and get Ante Adams. I just don't. That that doesn't really make sense. Not a chance. No, it does not. Um, Derek Carr, as far as his contract goes, and we have to determine, like, is he even the guy in Las Vegas, like, for the future? Right? Derek Carr, what do you think? For now. So he's the now. He's the now. Even with Mariota? Yeah, I think so. I would probably agree right now at least. So Carr has two years left on his deal that he signed in 2017. He carries a cap number of just over $22 million this year and then just under $20 million in 2022. So I feel like that's pretty middle of the road quarterback-wise. I don't think that's a very large deal. What's Dak making a year, like 35? Something crazy. He's the highest paid, though. Yeah. So that's like a, that's not really the benchmark. But I feel like that's pretty middle of the road for quarterbacks. It's not, yeah. nothing crazy, 20 mil. But Seems decent. For me, this the success from Carr obviously like has not really been there. Derek Carr is who people think Matt Stafford is. That's a great I think that's a great uh analysis, a great metaphor type thing, right? A right. comparison. Because yeah, like, oh, Matt he's Stafford, got that gritty I mean Carr kind of plays with that gritty type of uh mentality and mindset or whatever, but I think he lacks a bit of the finesse and a bit of the, the raw talent that Stafford has. He does. So <clears throat> I I don't know. For me, the Las Vegas organization as a whole is flawed. From the way they draft to the way they coach and compete, there just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of success that surrounds that organization. So if you're a, um, you know, Devontae Adams, right? What, besides the fact that you're going to play with Derek Carr, is there anything else that is appealing Maybe. about Las Vegas or what? Who, know, who, who knows if they're even going to go to the Raiders? If they oh, like you're a, talking about the boys leave town and meet up somewhere, huh? Yeah, we're talking. That's like what a, we're talking. Banana boat, yeah. LeBron, Chris, Bosh we're talking up banana boat, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude, <boat>. that would <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. Um, but the problem is that Adams Adams has one year left on his deal. Car has two, so it doesn't. What are you gonna? He's gonna play a year in limbo and then work it out, and then you gotta hope that sits the team goes year, and gets like, him. Pulls a Le'Veon Bell. Oh, he's gonna sit out. 
<laughs> he's gonna pull a marsh on and holds. go gonna go ride some camels and visit the pyramids right he really did that like as soon as he got out of <laughs> i remember seeing that he did picture. Do that. i'm like what what is going on um so that'll be interesting to see uh as far as where he ends up and if the packers can actually lock him up and obviously like if aaron Rodgers comes back to the packers like, which it sounds like it would only be a one-year thing, though, right? Probably. So, Just because of his contract. Exactly. So who's to say that Devontae Adams doesn't follow Aaron Rodgers? Like, yeah, it'd be great to go play with your boy from Fresno. Your but boy. who gives a flying you-know-what about your boy from Fresno when, you can, Fresno when you can play with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Wherever he goes, a Super Bowl contender, and Devontae Adams makes that even more of a possibility. You know you can make it to the NFC Championship game. Yes, you can definitely make it to the Are NFC you gonna Championship win it? game. That, well. up in the air. But making it to that point, having a chance at a Super Bowl run, that's all anybody wants. So I don't see him going to. I don't see him going to Vegas. That doesn't make sense to me. They were Vegas. They blew it. They blew it last year. Let's be real. They should. They could have made the playoffs. Actually, yeah. But then they because because of, of their division. Yeah, they were right. like they were like what were they? They were like six and three or something, and then they finished yeah, started like decently nine strong. and seven. Yeah, it was. It was bad. So that's what them Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos. Broncos, correct. Broncos, obviously, down here. Chargers, inconsistent as hell. And then there's the Chiefs. And this is the, the dog, the division. So, yeah, the Raiders were there. And they, was it this past year that they upset the Chiefs one time? Yeah. Right? And then they, they had the, they had the, the bus road. ride around their stadium. Yeah. Right? They took a freaking victory lap Our boy, around. Uh, Jeff Heath. Interception. Yes. Jeff Heath from Lake Royal High School picks off Patrick Mahomes. And they took Twice. a... They took a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium. I did not know after that. They won. You didn't know that? So they get in the bus after the game, and then the bus driver's like, yeah, we just beat the Chiefs. <laughs> and they just took a lap around the stadium. That's hey. awesome. But apparently it pissed the Chiefs off so much, they came out and whooped them next and time they, they played the them. Bowl. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, but the NCAA. So today... On June 30th, NCAA approves interim name, image, and likeness policy removing restrictions for college athletes to earn money. What does that mean besides the fact that every football player at every level just posted on their story that their DMs are open for stores to come and contact them? Yeah. First of all, if you see that and you're posting something like that, you're not big enough to get contacted by a store or a brand to post yeah. you. Let's just get like that right out of like the way. it's going to be like a certain number of people who actually Oh, we're like talking like stuff. the top 5%. Yeah. I was going to say one, but more realistically, 5%. Like we're t- if we're going to talk about like last year, it would be like Trevor Lawrence, Jack Wilson. Now, those are the national type deals Justin that we'd see. Fields. But I could definitely could see some local places. Like if you've yeah. got, you know, a college town that's centered yeah. around a big-time football team, and we're not talking Marquette. Like, you know what I mean? We're talking like a college – I don't know a great example off the top of my head, but like a Division One football team where they have some publicity, got a decent squad, and have a quarterback or something of that nature, a star player – that is the face of that squad. Mm-hmm. I could see some local, like, come bringing them in for a little commercial. A little pizza like, hey, shop. Yeah, like a little pizza. Like, hey, like oh, uh, you know, Blaze Lauer eats pizza here. Maybe <laughs> I ought to stop by and get myself a slice Must or a pie. Yeah, I got to give myself a pie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you feel the need to post that your DMs are open for stores, I'm, something just tells me that nobody's contacting <laughs> you. All right? And that's no shade to guys Man. who are doing that because I see a lot of it. But... For me, it just doesn't really make sense. Um, this, like I said, is an interim change. It's not permanent. Well, if go ahead. If someone wants to pay you, I don't think you're going to need to tell them that your yeah. DMs are open. No, you don't need to ask. They yeah. will find you and reach out, and there's no reason for you to have to let them know that the DM. They know. Trust me. Before you posted that, they knew that your DMs were open. There's no like, there's no question there. So. I, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of interesting. There, this has been such a long process. Um, didn't it go all the way to, like, the Supreme Court? 
or something like that. It did. Yeah, so it went all the way to the Supreme Court, who it was a unanimous decision, I believe, which never happens. That just shows how bad the NCAA has handled all of this. It's, I think they're making the right decision. It's taken too long, but that is kind of how the legislative process works in general. It just is very draw, like drawn out mm-hmm. with a lot of things. Yeah. So I guess you can't really blame them. I don't know, but... Um, this waiver is intended to cover athletes nationwide and last until either federal legislation is passed or a more permanent NIL rule can be created by the NCAA. So this article from CBS says it sets minimal regulations for the new world of college sports, one in which athletes will be able to make money from endorsements, sponsorships, and social media, among other avenues. So that's other like avenues. sponsored posts. I feel like that'll be oh. a pretty big one. Yeah. Right, so like you know, the sponsor. This post is a partnership with blank, and it might just I be a picture of the about. dude like holding a Gatorade at the field, like loving to refuel. Yeah. yeah, I love to refuel with my new Gatorade Zero, cool mint. Like, okay, okay, cool. Scroll, scroll. <laughs> I double tap and or scroll. Or like Snoop Dogg on like the pens in the Target. <laughs> no, they couldn't even say it too. They just had to put his face on there just yeah. to imply. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, um, but oh, that was like the lighters, right? You see that? Oh, I think I, it was Bic something. Yeah, it was Bic. So that's yeah, that was what it was. But um, so that that'll be interesting. I think social media will see a good bit of that. Like professional athletes do a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna see a lot of college athletes doing na- like national national. Why did I choke on that? National know. commercials. You know. Well, uh, who knows? We have pro people we that will do see that. NCAA video game, maybe. That cover is athlete. The, that is the question. I bet you make some good money off that. Exactly. So that's the question. If, you know, with NCAA supposedly coming back, right? Now, that's the question. It's kind of been waiting for this type of legislation to come out. Because you go on the game and you have the numbers and the jerseys, but usually you have to keep the names off the jerseys and all this. Yeah, there's no names. Exactly. So you got to keep those names off the jerseys. And you really can't have, like, the actual person. You can't model them after the, the players. Although sometimes they kind of, I felt like they did kind of model. They definitely did. Like, you look at, like, a a quarterback that you knew right. from a team, you're like, that kind of looks like way too accurate to be randomly generated, right? right? But now I feel like you'll go in and they're going to have actual like models of these guys like they do in Madden, yeah. right? So that'll be that'll be super sweet. So hopefully that game's going to be great because what I think had, uh, the legislation has finally caught up. Like a Division two section and you're in the game. <laughs> I'd love to see my call avatar. you your rating? Be a bowling ball, like a little tiny guy. Man, you give me around. a 68 for speed. <laughs> hey, man, get Madden on the phone. What Call is Jim this Brown. shit? He'll give you my speed, <laughs> Get Madden on the phone. What is this shit, man? That would be great. I, just, like, imagine ridiculing, like, you walk into the locker room the next day. Like, you're at a big-time program, whatever, you go, and you, like, hit your, your starter. Like, bro, you see your Madden rating? They just dropped your speed by five. Wow. What? Kind of got hawked by that DN. Yeah. <laughs> they saw your game film last yeah. week. That safety caught up to you really quick. <laughs> your evasiveness just went down three. No, there's no way they would ever do Division yeah. two or Division three. There's not enough of a market for that. But Division one, that game will sell out immediately. So that it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, but the goal of this policy is basically to give athletes and states without the NIL laws on the books the ability to take advantage of sponsorship opportunities. So what we talked about, I think, last week or two weeks ago, is that there are maybe six states, Michigan, I think, maybe being one of them, that have already passed NIL, name, image, and likeness policies and regulations, so that athletes can actually start taking advantage of these things. Like Alabama and Florida, I believe, are in on this too. So imagine you're being recruited by all these big-time schools, which is just a pipe dream for us. But guys happen. It happens to guys. And Alabama and Nick Saban come to you, or Muschamp from Florida comes to you, 
And he's like, yeah, we're going to get you on campus. We're going to have Body Armor come in, and we're going to do a sponsored shoot with the guys, and you're going to make five grand a piece. And you're coming here. Right? And you get blasted all over social media. And you will sign your letter of intent. Right? Exactly. So uh, compare that to like a state, maybe just a state over in like a Georgia who, for the sake of the argument, doesn't have that same legislation. And you go to the, the Georgia coach, what's his name? Kirby Smart? Yes. And you're like, Kirby, like, Kirby, Kirby, like, talk to me, Kirby. These guys, they're going to bring me in. I'm getting five grand for a shoot, body armor, big time. You know what I mean? And Kirby's like, Kirby's like, I'm sorry, man. I can't, I can't make, I don't know. I don't have a Kirby voice, but he's like, I can't make that happen, man. We just can't make that happen over here at Georgia, you know. You know, Kirby, I'm not really a fan of body armor. So, you know, Gatorade. (laughs) If Gatorade came in, though, then I'd be signing the letter (laughs) with the pen to the paper over here, Kirby. So, but really, though, we were talking, that could have been a real, that could have been a real thing because you already know kids are getting paid. We had the whole Tennessee thing with the McDonald's Happy Meals and all the <laughs> and all the money going through that. All the money McDonald's gets passed Happy around. Man. You get you're setting up moms and like moms and parents in crazy apartments. Like that happens still. Yeah. But if you could do that on the up and up and not have to hide that stuff anymore, that'd be, that'd be game changer, dude. Because you would. know people would find a legal way to do all this shit. So for me, that's going to be great. If you have some type of uh, federal legislation that applies to all the states. Get everybody on the same set of rules. And sometimes that's the most frustrating thing is just like that. Everybody operates on their own, on their own rules. Right. This, you know, this organization says this, these have their own guidelines, the COVID stuff, dude, Mm -hmm. you got CDC says this, but something of health department of health and this says this. So like what, I I don't know that. So we got some that all these people are going to follow should be really interesting. Hopefully it turns out, uh, well, but you know, it'll be kind of a trial and error period. I think at the beginning. But I guess we'll kind of see where it goes. What is Sarge, Sarge whining at you? Hey, <laughs> you want me to move my legs? You want to get there? <laughs> He'll take his time. But uh, let's talk a little College World Series, huh? College World Series. College World Series. The final, the, is it the last game? It's the last game in the series, right? Because it's only it's a best of game. three. Yeah. Between Vanderbilt, not Villanova, Vanderbilt go. and Mississippi State, right? They're playing right now. Series is tied 1 1. It's been a great series. I've watched a little bit of it. Um, Crazy scores. Yes. So that'll be interesting. But um, before Vanderbilt made it to the finals, they were playing right. North Carolina State, NC State, as they're right. known, the Wolf, Wolfpack? Wolf, Wolfpack. Wolfpack. And the series was tied 1-1. And these guys are unranked, by the way, I believe. NC State was unranked. So this Possibly. is like underdog, dark horse type story. Got a lot of guys pulling for these people because Vanderbilt has been in the baseball scene for so long. They're in the yeah. championship every other year, I feel like. Yep. And Mississippi State, too. They, Mississippi State, by the way, before I talk about this, They've been to four championships, haven't won one. No, this is their third without winning one. Oh, so hopefully, you know, is maybe they bring it, maybe they bring it home tonight because they're they, they're, they're due. due. They are due. Um, but on the NC State subject, right? Long story short, they have to pull out. But I'll give you a little bit of the background. Um, supposedly, the day they are supposed to play the game, one thirty in the morning, Tim Corbin, the coach of Vanderbilt, wakes up to a text that says, "No contest today." 1.30 in the morning. 1.30 so in the guy. morning. So then he's like, he said he couldn't go back to sleep because he was just, he just felt so weird, <laughs> right? And right. so he, he said he told his guys immediately and they like got to the field and it was the weirdest day of like practice because they're just getting ready for the next series, right? The, right. the College World Series. Right. And he was, he, first of all, he did say he was like, you know, this isn't how we wanted it, right. which makes sense. Like, this is not right. how we wanted it. We wanted to play those guys again. It would have been a great game three, best of three series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, semifinal round it just makes you feel like you didn't earn it almost exactly that's exactly what it makes you feel like so now if they win i don't want to say there's going to be a star 
next to their name or an asterisk because right. they obviously earned it. They beat Mississippi State if they do end up winning tonight. Right. But in their hearts, I feel like there's going to be something that would be like, you know, we did we really like there's a good chance we might have not won that game against against NC State. That would have been really weird. So NC yeah. State, they had one kid test positive, and then they sent a couple, a few others and do like a quarantine because of close contact. Mm-hmm. They were on pace to play the game, whatever. Um, and they started that. They tested them to see if they could come back in the game, those kids in the close contact. Tested to make sure they could come back in the game. And right. then all of a sudden, they started popping positive tests. Popping positive. So they did the PCR tests, and then they did the antibodies tests. Right. And all of them came back positive. So there was no like false positive or anything like that, um, which sucks. But... Now, I saw a tweet today because of the ruling, like, with these kids, I'm assuming they were vaccinated or something because they, they were, I saw this this tweet that said those kids that got sidelined and wouldn't play, mm-hmm. like, they could go and buy tickets to, you know, an MLB game, whatever, right. and go sit in the stands. I, yeah, with, I saw like, one that said yeah. they could have bought a ticket to the game tonight. Oh, that's what I, that's what I read. And yeah. Without so a they, mask. they could literally be sitting in the stands tonight. You'd have no idea. Without a mask. Just, no just hanging out. But they can't play in the actual contest itself, yeah, which makes very little sense. So obviously, the NCAA has come under so much fire for this decision to not let them play because, you know, you think like delaying the game potentially, but it's postseason, so you can't really. But then you're like, you just kick them out, like that's right. your only alternative. Yeah. And then you also have to think, you know, say there's a max of four or five guys that had it. It didn't sound like there was a huge I outbreak. Think it was six. Was it okay? Whatever I read, this said six. You carry more guys than you need on a baseball team. Nine play. Nine play. With a few pitchers, whatever. Say 11. Right, right. Say you need 11, right, to really feel the team. I guarantee they have at least 20 guys on that roster. Probably closer thought, to 25. I heard they only had like 13 available or something. Really? Sounds like enough. Even though. with 13, yeah. you can more than feel the team for baseball. Played baseball for, shoot, 10 years, 11 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, we'd have teams with 10 to 11 guys. Right. Now, it's different when you're playing in, like, high school or whatever. It's not the right. same. But to some extent, it's like, yeah, you still have a couple of guys who need to throw. That's the most important part. If you can field the positions, you're fine. You're good. Maybe they didn't have any, like, you know, middle infielders or outfielders, something, you know, something, like, real specific. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I've never heard anything like that. So, for me, I don't understand why they don't let them play at all. Yeah. Shoot, dude, if they, have, if like, if oh, they literally have, have nine guys – Make them play with nine guys. Like, let's see the center fielder come in and throw three innings. Yeah, right. That's great TV. They might get smacked. Who cares? <laughs> that's good entertainment. That's quality entertainment. Yeah. At least they got the shot. Right? Then, okay, so then if you're the NCAA, you don't get this shit coming back like, oh, you didn't even give them a chance. Sure yeah. we did. You saw the right fielder come in and throw three innings. They sucked. Sure, they sure lost. Yeah, they got their chance. Right. If you're the NCAA, though, you can play that card. It don't matter. Yeah. It's a better than saying go home. I know Dave Portnoy was all uh, riled up about that. Was he? Yeah. I didn't hear I what like I didn't he was going to say about it. I feel like he was like a NC State better or something. So oh, he probably had one. Oh, dude. Because I imagine yeah, the, been, I imagine the, you know, the, what's it been called? on top of that. Mm-hmm. I imagine the payout for that probably would have yeah. been insane. Because like I said, they were unranked, he I said, believe. I think he tweeted today, like, I hope Mississippi State wins today. No shot. Vandy gets past NC State if they play. Man. <laughs> And that series, like I don't know if I mentioned, that series was at one one. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I think I did mention that, but it's not like it was, uh, you know, Vandy was blowing them out by any means. So, right. and I think I read something that's that really said, weird. said, like the statement that the NCAA released after they declared the no contest or whatever. Mm-hmm. It said they they made their decision based on like the guidance of the whatever county health department, you know. <laughs> 
Yes, and then it came out that the health department didn't advise them at all. The health department said, like, oh, we told them we'd support whatever they chose, but we didn't, like, tell them what to do. So, I... It just doesn't really make sense. And then, the NCAA, like, posts about their attendance at the game. Yeah. Like, the uh, Mississippi State-Texas game, the same day that the no contest was. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, attendance record, 21,000. When you talked about the 13 players... Right. This was, I believe, the game before. He had 13 vaccinated players took the field against Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. right? He, uh, okay, so Sam Highfill, Monday's, the kid who pitched Monday mm-hmm. was playing first base, okay, which is kind of funny. And because when you're a pitcher in college, you're a pitcher only. There's no, you when don't do anything in, else. Yeah, anything, you're just pitching. Really? So Plus you're a Shohei Otani. That's true. Break, he's breaking the mold up at the MLB. He is. He is crazy. He'll be in the home run derby too, which will be exciting. Um, but anyways, he plays first, and they still only lost by two only with 13 two. guys. Like I said, if you have 11 to 13 guys, you can definitely feel the team. They're playing against Vanderbilt. They're not playing a slouch. Like, they can definitely feel a winning team. So uh, that night, the entire team took those PCR tests, which are a little more invasive, and uh, get sent off to a lab, similar to like an antibody type thing, but you know a little more invasive than that, and I think a little bit more accurate. I'm not sure. Um, basically, this is what the, the Douglas County Health Department about the various scenarios, um, and there were additional people apparently not cleared. So I don't understand. They use the term not cleared because these people are vaccinated. Right. So now what I don't understand is that when you're vaccinated, supposedly you can't spread the disease, right? That's what they say. That's what I've heard, is that you can't spread COVID if you're vaccinated. Right. Which doesn't, so then why not let them play? Maybe it's just not It just doesn't make sense. They said not cleared. Not positive. They just said not cleared. So that's why I I don't really understand. It's Maybe the the NCAA just uh, wanted some Vanderbilt rating. Maybe Vanderbilt travels good and they get more money. Yeah. Well, they are a baseball, like they're a baseball school, dude. They are. They're crazy at baseball. So I remember, I don't know the last College World Series. It was Vanderbilt versus Michigan. I do remember watching that actually a little bit. Was that just the last one? Yeah, I think so. Because really? I don't think they did one last year, right? No, I don't believe so. But the, so the year before that, okay. They and they won that one. Yeah, they're dude. They're good. Um, want to finish this NBA talk? Let's go. NBA talk. First of all, Giannis hyperextended the knee. Doubtful for game. This will be game five. Game five. Tomorrow. Doesn't sound like he's going to play. Probably not. I what do we think? Not. Chris I mean, Middleton? I feel like I feel like they're like just good enough where they like need each other to be good. Agreed. They're One does not work with the other. The team Giannis, by themselves. Okay, I would, Giannis does kind of carry. But he's not, you know, he can't do everything. By, you need more than one superstar to win in the NBA. Right. We've seen that. Right, right. That's why superstars are going to meet carry, up with other superstars. Guess, but Chris Middleton definitely. Dame never won by himself, and he had CJ McCollum. He do, he he do have him. Right. Yeah. And he hasn't won by himself. I use air quotes to say by himself because obviously he has a supporting cast, and he's a great player, one of the best. Um. So that's going to be. But it's not like a Brooklyn Nets where like, oh, Kyrie Harden are out. You still have KD. KD can definitely win you the game by himself. Exactly. Like Giannis isn't gonna, or Chris Middleton isn't going to do that. And we also saw or another. We saw another support player kind of come in in his first. I believe it was his first playoff start. Lou Williams, mm-hmm. and he goes off for what was it twenty some twenty some twenty some good. points. Good like game. as far as like that's that's been a six man of the year lock yeah. 
for years and a guy it's like a role type of guy mm. but a glue guy and a guy who can contribute but Draymond Green endorsed him the other day I think it was on might have been it's not like he's bad he's really good he is but Draymond Green came out and was like he can keep you in the game he wasn't like on straight the, up the team with good point guards he'd definitely be a starter yeah oh a hundred percent but he always finds himself in that situation doesn't he right so um it, it's It'll be really interesting. Uh, obviously, Hawks and Bucks tied at 2-2, but the Hawks bring out a big win yesterday. They won by close to 30 points. 22, I believe. 20 20, yeah, 20, I think it was 20, yeah, 22 points right too. here. 110 to 88. Without Trey Young? Without Trey Young. That was his foot was bone bruise bone in the bruise foot. Something. Yep, bone bruise in the foot. So they play tomorrow in Milwaukee, I will add. Mm-hmm. So Trey Young, is he coming back? I assume so. You assume he's coming back. I think so. With Trey Young in Milwaukee, without a Giannis, I think that's, dude. Hawks, Hawks, Suns in the NBA Finals. That's what I'm hoping for. If I, me too, I will watch for the strictly that. entertainment factor. But like, if you told me that, also I kind of want to see Giannis win. I won't lie, but like the Hawks are going to be really entertaining, and I think the matchup Hawks Suns would be a lot more entertaining than Bucks. There's so many Suns. young guys to root for. There are the future. You're kind of watching the future exciting. of the NBA, but at the same time, you have to question the question like. Is Trey Young and Devin Booker the future of the NBA, or are they the now? Because they're playing in the finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's no problem. Like, LeBron and Steph and all those guys, they can still be the now, too. But, like, just add these guys to the fold. Right. There's no more, like, this is the future of the NBA. No, these guys are here now. Yeah, they're They're competing in the NBA finals. There's no, like, they're not arriving. They've arrived. Yeah. So, I think the narrative... Even now, like, you're in the, you know, the conference championship. I think the narrative has to change on these guys. Right? Definitely. I would agree. So, so I see a lot of people like, oh, Trey Young leads Atlanta to the conference finals mm-hmm. in his third season. Yeah. Then they're like, you forget about Jason Tatum doing it his rookie season? Right? Stuff like that. Yeah. And like, you know, maybe you could say like, oh, one and done, but like, not really. Not really. Dudes are producing, like straight up just producing. You think like LeBron didn't get as much of that treatment when he got you know, like, oh, for a young guy, he didn't know. It was like, there was no asterisk next to that, like, right. next to those stats. Right. Like LeBron's the dude. They under, Everyone understood that LeBron was the now. There was no, oh, the future this. It was right. like, he's the, the now. The future is here. Yeah, exactly. The so before you get to the NBA. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I think so, too. Because now we're looking at like guys. Cade Cunningham? We see, yeah. The well, future of the Pistons? I would say even before that, we're looking at guys coming out of high school that people are already predicting where they're gonna, how they're going to do in the NBA. Right. Which is crazy to me. I don't understand. Right. The amount of changes you can go through from high school, I don't. Then again, though, basketball is a one and done it's thing. It's one year. It's really only two years before you really get to the league, which is so weird. Um, on the other side of the, the bracket, Phoenix leads 3-2. to two, But Clippers pull out the win. On Monday night, Paul George was one sixteen to one hundred two. They went by fourteen in a pretty pretty decent fashion. Paul George playoff P played very well, and 41, 41 points. Suns Suns were up three one. Feeling pretty confident. Got Chris Paul back. You know, got really the whole cast is contributing, right? Pretty much starting five: Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Is that uh, what's his name? Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, that's the one I was thinking of. And then who's their fifth guy? It's that. I think it's Bridges. Mikel Bridges. Okay. I think so. Okay. Interesting. But, yeah, so Clippers win that game. Um, now, next game, do we know where that's at? Tonight. It's in is L.A. It tonight? It's in L.A. It is. Oh, boy. Yep, it's game six in L.A. Imagine they tie that up. So, a game seven conference final would be legendary. I know a lot of Chris Paul's had a lot of. 
trouble with three one leads in his career. Oh boy! And I get, after the not the last game, okay. but the game before that. Okay. The reporter was like, so you guys are up 3-1. And he was like, no, no, don't want to hear any. I don't want to talk about that. And here we go. Then they drop one by 14 points. <laughs> I was listening to 97 won the ticket, and they were like, well, you didn't want to hear 3-1. Well, now it's 3-3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, it might be after tonight. It'll be really interesting. But uh, Paul George gave you the stat line. 41 po- uh, minutes. Oh, I thought it says minutes. 41 minutes, 41 points. Both 41. There you go. Uh, 41 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Double, double. 75% shooting, too, I think. Wow. Wasn't he like That's 16 solid. for 20 or... How about Marcus Morris for 22 points? He did come in and do some work. He did. Marcus uh, and Markeith, the two boys. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, man. 23 really, points for Reggie. I, I, only three assists for I wrote Reggie. him off last week, I think it was. Yeah, Reggie only got three assists. Um, Looks like this... Uh, no, that's rebounding. Yeah, but how many points did he have? 20-something? 23 for Reggie. And 22 for Marcus, 41 for Paul. That's, dude, after that, oh, you have DeMarcus Cousins with 15. There you go. That was to say that. And you needed something. I was like, you need, there's got to be something this else. Is always, oh, they also have DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, right? It's, what? But think about it, though. DeMarcus Cousins played 11 minutes. He did. 11 minutes? Good 11 minutes, though. 15 points in 11 minutes is great. Mm-hmm. But, like, how is he only playing 11 minutes? How about yeah, Luke Kennard? Played 19 minutes, one rebound, one assist, zero points. Yeah, I don't know why they uh, paid him so much for him to just not play at all. He doesn't. He's just not in the game, which is so odd. I, I, I don't understand, really, to be honest. Um, Patrick Beverly really hasn't been much of a point this year's playoffs, right? He made a lot of headlines last good year. defense. Of course he plays good defense, but I feel like he was doing a lot more in years past. Yeah. Like he was almost he was ever like a Not a star. Guy. No, 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 never. Especially on the offensive he side of the court. He just goes in there, does his little work, and then gets out. But, like, it's he was, head. I think he made a lot more headlines and actually frustrated a lot more people in years past. Like, this yeah. year you haven't heard, like, oh, this guy's rattled because of Pat Bev. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this, you know, Pat Bev's getting riled up and, like, getting Paul might the, be rattled. Maybe that's he what it is. showing out. Post-COVID, Pat Bev's like, you know what? Spit on you and get, you know, I'm going to get those antibodies on you. You're going to be gone for a week. You'll you know be I mean? gone. <laughs> but is that Hawks, Suns? That's what we're pulling for final-wise? That's what I'm pulling for. Dude, that'll be entertaining. That'll be really I'm I'm not gonna lie, I think a game seven, because I either wanted Suns and Four or a game seven. And we've already lost Suns and Four. So we already lost it. That legacy's I feel like gone. A game seven in Phoenix would be really exciting, but then it's like, do I really want it to be that close? Yeah. I'm not even a Suns fan, but, but just I'm on imagine, the wagon right now. But just I think game seven basketball is just different right now. Obviously we're in the playoffs, so they this is like legit. You know, all the time. Mm-hmm. Unlike the regular season where there are just stretches where you're like, these guys are just like coasting. Right. There are teams that I feel like that, you know. But playoff basketball, conference finals, a game seven, though, just raises the stakes that much. It would. And I think it would just mean so much more for this year's championship. Right. It's no COVID. That it's no bubble Clippers, championship. The Clippers have played. The first series went seven with Dallas. Yep. And the second series went six with Utah. That's a lot of basketball. And now there's six with Phoenix. That is a lot of damn basketball. That's a lot of basketball. It is. But that'd be great, dude. Like you said, Booker, Trey Young. They're really playing as many games as they can. Yeah, they really are. But imagine just like the marketing for that. Right? Who if you're the NBA, who do you want in the finals? You get to pick any of these teams. Probably Phoenix right now. Think so. Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Aiden. You think so? Then I don't know. But then again, the like, NBA probably Milwaukee. The right? Clippers though have the have the Clippers ever won a championship? No, 
This is exactly. the first time they've made it to the conference exactly. championship. So, and in, in Los Angeles, I feel like this the That's NBA, the NBA might be pulling for them a little bit more than you think. Because I Phoenix, obviously, big city, great town, whatever. It's not really a... Where are a lot of people going to tune in it's for not, the Clippers? Yeah. Well, I th- I think the Clippers are just one of those names. Not like to the the status like the Lakers. Right. Just like that organization carries such a... Right? Or like the Celtics. Right. But I feel like... The, uh, LA, man. If you're an LA-based team, I feel like you just have a lot of people who just hop on that train. Always. So, marketing-wise, I think... definitely the, get some people to come to the game. Yeah. I think the Bucks, the Bucks might be the least marketable. You think? I don't know, because outside of Giannis, Giannis, that's I mean, if he's not we, playing, we know we know they have great players outside of Giannis, but none of them are marketable, right? Right. From a business Chris standpoint, Middleton. you just don't Ooh. see. Yeah, you, uh, he's a phenomenal player. Brooke We've Lopez. seen that. Brook Lopez is not a marketable guy, dude. Even though he's a fantastic player, that yeah. just sometimes doesn't translate. Giannis has been the face of that organization, that team for so long. So if he's out. You're like, the NBA, you do not want them in the finals because it could be a bloodbath, first of all, and you want a competitive finals. Definitely. But also, you got to market the games and actually get people excited to watch basketball. Definitely. It's any sport, man. It's in Milwaukee. Like. Yeah, like, again, town-wise, well, I've right, seen their like, stadium, by the way. It's pretty, it's pretty cool spot, but it's just not. And then you got Atlanta. You got yeah. Trey Young, Lou Williams. You got Quavo at the game. Way, yeah, exactly. Two chains. That's what I'm talking about. Way easier to market to people, dude. Atlanta's a big I think city. the hype leading up to that, Phoenix and L.A., I feel like either way you're not going to really hurt out. I will say the Suns do have a lot of momentum, and I think they could bring that. Um, but I definitely think that's going to be more, the more marketable game for the NBA. Not that it really has any effect, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people think about that type of stuff. So, What's your uh, Atlanta who? What? Clippers? What do you Suns, mean? You said the most oh. marketable game. Oh, it, either, it doesn't matter. L.A. or Phoenix, I think. I mean, but, but Atlanta. But Atlanta. But Atlanta. Without Giannis, that team's not marked. You know, actually, last night I was like, Trey Young's out. I was like, that's it. It's over. Right. Atlanta's done. They just lost their leading scorer. Then they're like, boom. Like, can they keep up? Let's 30-piece them. And then, boom. Yeah. Lou Williams. Yeah. Right? He Pretty stepped sweet. up. Pretty sweet. So, that'll be interesting to see. Um, anything else before we drop the pod here? Any, any final words? It'll be the first, last time you're on for a little last, while. I will, yeah. call, I will call you and get you on, but... That's not in person for a while. Uh, Zoom, Zoom podcast? Just a phone call. I mean, just a phone just, call. We ain't that serious. Oh, uh, we ain't that serious. <laughs> Got to have the new studio and everything. Hopefully, dude. I'm trying to rent some space. Like a little Pat McAfee kind of style. I'm, I'm trying yes. to rent like a, just a little space to do podcasts. I'll podcast. be the guy that's just behind the window. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, dude. You're down the get, road. Like, chambers and carp to sit on like the table. Yeah. And then I'll be behind the window. Like uh, Ty and, and Connor. Yeah. The toxic table. That's what he calls <laughs> yeah. it. That's hilarious. But if you've made it listening this far to us, Ramley, thank you very much for tuning in to Division One Rejects, even though it was uh audio-only version today. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, really Overcast. spreading our knowledge, you know? Yeah, you, I think you, that's what we do every week. I went from, really. I went from just football. Dude, we're an all-sports so podcast. We're an all-sports podcast, but nobody likes soccer. The Euros are hey, happening you know right what? now. I could care less. I actually have watched every single game for the past week. Don't say that. You actually, You'd be surprised, bro. It's interesting. I can't watch They go soccer. by quick. No, they you think, don't. You think like 90 minutes? Like, no, it's fast. Dude. I can't get myself into watching hockey either, though. Yeah, I'm not about that. I'll go to a hockey game. Stanley like Cup Finals are on, too. I'll go to a hockey game. I like the environment. I enjoy it. When I'm on the couch, I might fall asleep. 
Isn't that so weird? I went to some games up at Northern. Blast. Yeah. That environment. I feel like hockey has that one sport. Yeah. I could watch football, you know, but obviously going to a football game would be great. But, like, there's almost, there's almost a lot of benefits to watching football from the, from the couch, you know, from the TV. You're right. Right? Right. Hockey, I feel like you need the environment. I kind of feel like baseball could be like that, too. Yeah. Baseball, just going to a baseball game is kind of like an event. It is an event. Right? It's not like, a, oh, we got to go see the Tigers play. It's like, hey, let's go to the game. Right. Let's have fun at the game. to watch the game. Yeah. You're Some people, a lot of people just go there because, hey, a day at the park, get ourselves a couple of dogs, frozen lemonade, you know, Dog toasted a almonds, a couple of you know, candy, some overpriced beverages, the and then you got a fun day. Foam, foam, foam finger. finger. You got the paws, the claw. The claw. I mean, come Ride on. The Ferris That's wheel. what I'm talking about, man. It's close because of COVID, by the way. Uh, I ain't got that open. Look at the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's exactly how it is. Let's like go to the park. Let's have a day. Let's have a day. And all of you beautiful listeners, have a day as well. Division One Rejects, thank you.